0: broadcasting from the business capital of the world this is the podcast business news network all right guys hey happy tuesday hope everyone is having a great day and uh i got a great guest uh, last show uh, erica reynolds and myself uh, did uh, she uh kind of blew our minds with some really uh, interesting um, uh, observations and events uh, that uh, she has witnessed and been through. Um, If you don't remember Erica Reynolds, She's the owner of Invigorate Your Essence down there in Arlington, Virginia, and her website is ericareynolds.com. Now, Invigorate Your Essence is an alternative healing company, and it supports the health and vitality of people and animals, which we talked about uh, that I love. I'm a fan right away. Uh, You know, the sessions are provided in person, or she can help everyone virtually now, Uh, So she uses a blend of, like, Reiki and energy healing, mindfulness practices, crystals, essential oils, yoga poses, and many other healing modalities uh, specifically catered to the client's needs. So you guys can call in if you'd like, 631-730-7376, or... uh, you seem to love the instant feedback better, so go kcinstantfeedback at gmail.com, and it pops up on my screen. I'll read your question out loud, and Miss Erica Reynolds will uh, respond to your question, and you can you know, listen to it while you're in your car or eating a sandwich. I don't know. Uh, so with no further ado, guys, it's my honor and my privilege to bring back to the program on the Erica Reynolds Show, Miss Erica Reynolds. Hey, Erica, what's going on?
1: Hi, Casey. How are
0: you? I'm doing well. How about yourself?
1: Doing great. Doing great. It's a nice, warm day here in Arlington.
0: So. What, what, what's going on in invigorate your essence?
1: Oh wow! This weekend, I am heading down to Virginia Beach to the Edgar Casey A R E uh, for the Mind Body Spirit Expo, mm. where I will be giving a chat. Yeah, we're going to do a workshop.
0: Oh, you do? wait, you doing? It you're doing a, you're doing a, a talk?
1: Yes, yes. I'm going a talk on your favorite thing, I think, uh, Reiki and animals. So it's my Ology method, and we're going to talk about how animals are a reflection of us, and we're going to spend some time talking about the different healing modalities that we do and uh, invigorate your essence. So Reiki, crystals, essential oils, affirmations, you know, yoga. We're going to give you, af- what is it, uh, visualizations for your animals as well. So it's a host of... Ways to help you to do these mindfulness practices at home. And that's what we awesome. find is, you know, a calm home is a good home for everyone. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Erica, that, that's awesome. Now, how do people, do they got to buy tickets? Do they go to the website? How do people get involved?
1: They can go to the Edgar Casey A.R.E. Uh, website, and it's free. So as long as you can make it to Virginia Beach off of 67th Street, it's 215 67th Street in Virginia Beach, Virginia. It is free to the public. They are welcome to come. There will be many vendors. There will be many workshops. There will be um, readings. There will be psychic readings as well. So there will be a host of things that will be going on um, at the uh, expo this weekend. That's so awesome. So I hope everyone comes down. Yes.
0: Yeah. Do you, do you know if they're going to stream that so people like in other countries or people in other states might be able to see it, too? Do you know if they're doing that?
1: I'm not aware of that. Okay. Um, Hopefully, maybe so. They're they're just kind of getting back into things with.
0: uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 kind of ramping
1: back up. Yeah, we're all all trying to get back. To to be there. Oh Uh, yes, yes.
0: Well, it's awesome that you're speaking, uh, and uh, you know you're getting back to, uh, you know, doing uh, what you do best, and that's helping other people. And yeah, you must be pretty psyched.
1: I am, and I will tell you, I want to send a special thank you to Nicole Bestie. Who is the owner of Be Well with Nikki, who is going down uh, every week and she invited me. And she's giving up her workshop slot so that I can teach this workshop. Wow. When you talk about kindness and generosity, so definitely check her out as well at Be Well with Nikki, N I K K I dot com. I owe her so much. So she just hit me up the other day and she said, Hey, you know what? You're going down here and you're helping me. Uh, I'm learning the whole workshop expo. Uh, part of the business, and I'm learning from her. And she said, well, why don't we just alternate weekends? And so she did one, and now she's letting me do the other, and uh, we'll go back and forth for the rest of the summer.
0: Awesome. What a great person. hmm so, so, Erica, um, can you kind of, before we get into uh, some questions I have for you, can you kind of uh, refresh people uh, and uh, fill in the blanks uh, a little bit about yourself and what you do, in case people never heard your show before?
1: Okay. Well, I am currently a federal employee with the Air Force uh, working for the Pentagon and wrapping up that career and moving full-time into my alternative healing practice and my writing that I do. Uh, so Invigorate Your Essence is the alternative healing practice where we work with people, animals, we work with corporations. Um, I'm working with a small business right now doing mindfulness coaching, uh, getting that program started with them. Also, i uh, Ayurvedic health uh, teaching, do that as well. And then with the books, uh, the author of Enslaved, The Lady and Her Pentagon, and The Adventures of Cleo and Sophie, Trip to the Moon, which is a children's picture book. So I love the idea of different alternative healing modalities, and I think that those can come through energy work, those can come through crystals, they can come through reading. I think that uh, even the books that I've written hopefully are inspiring folks to really get out there and discover their soul's purpose and their journey in life.
0: Gotcha, Erica. And uh, I know we we touched on this a little bit, but uh, people out there would probably say, uh, why is Erica leaving uh, such a prestigious position? Um, Can you talk about that?
1: Yes, yes. So uh, Saturday was 26 years with the Air Force. Um, Yes, so right out of college. And um, if I can be perfectly honest with you, Casey, yeah. I never wanted to do it. Really? Never, never. Um, and it's not that it's not a great...
0: Right, of art. course. We know you're not You're not putting it down. I know that.
1: No, no, no. It's just it was never in my heart. Um, I've loved writing my entire life. I wrote my first book when I was like seven. Wait, let me back you up for a <laughs> sec. <laughs> look, look, look.
0: <laughs> look, Erica, I got so much to ask. Let me back you up. So <laughs> you said it was never... It was never what I, I wanted to do. Can you tell me about why you, how you got into it then, if it wasn't what you wanted? To, mm-hmm. uh, to, yeah, please speak about that. It's real interesting.
1: Yes, yes, yes. So we talked a little bit last week about yeah. uh, limiting beliefs and hypnotic trance, and you know, when a, you grow up in a in a household where it is expected that you're going to graduate high school, go to college, and get a good job, mm-hmm. those are the things that you do. Right. And when you say, I really love writing and I love, you know, English and I should major in that, I couldn't find myself and didn't really understand what I could do with an English degree. I thought, well, I could be a teacher, but I didn't know what I know now. I didn't know I could work for a major publishing house. I didn't know, you know, I could write grants. I didn't know any of these things, and when I talk to the youth today, I say, you have these really cool things called phones. We had to actually go in the library and look mm-hmm. this stuff up. Mm-hmm. So if there's something that you would love to do, mm-hmm. figure out how you can make a career out of that and don't settle for something that just pays the bills.
0: And so, so that's
1: what I ended up doing.
0: So did you did you just get uh, in the, um, uh, the kind of... Um, uh, what, what what is it? It's it's uh, the uh, the the day to day the routine, uh, the the routine of uh, working uh, at such a uh, uh, such a prestigious position at the at the Pentagon. It, it just it just never dawned on you to until now actually. Hey, you know what? I, this isn't really what I want to do.
1: Exactly. It, it got to the point. I would say probably seven or eight years ago, I would be in the Pentagon, and literally, I would go into one of the restrooms, and in a stall, and just put my head against the door of the stall.
0: Oh my god! And just sit
1: there and sigh. That's how. De- <laughs> wow. That's how depressing it was for me. And what it was... wasn't that the work wasn't great; it was that it wasn't for me. What,
0: was, it or was it? Monotonous? Was it? Meeting, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Yes. <clears throat> yes. Go
0: ahead. I, I was going to ask: Is it monotonous, or uh, was was it unfulfilling, or burnout? What was it?
1: It was a little bit of everything you just said. It was very monotonous. Um, so there's a joke that we tell. There's a book that was written um, about working in the Pentagon, and it, I think the subtitle is uh, Working in a Bureaucracy, and it was written by a huh. retired general <laughs> and a colonel. So it, it's out there for people, uh, and I will certainly find it and have it for you for the next <laughs> show, but um, it's out there for people to read. And when I read it, someone gave it to me after it been for uh, probably a year, and it was very eye-opening and very sad at the same time because one of the examples they gave in the book was, um, you know, so you'll work on a project, and this is like a military member. You'll come in as a major and you'll work on a project and you'll feel really good about it and life's great, and then you go on and you move on to another assignment and another assignment. Now you've come back as a colonel. And then you look at what you're working on, and it looks just like that assignment you had, like, many years ago. And they'll go, no, 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 that's a different one, because it's a different title. Oh. Well, it's the exact same thing, you know. <laughs> Jeez. It's just, it's just... And we find ourselves, a bureaucratic system is very much, um, it doesn't change overnight. And it doesn't mean that it, good work isn't being done. But if that isn't really your, you know, I'm an Aquarius, so I'm a little uh-huh. bit more, you uh-huh. know, airy. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't really fit. I We had a wonderful um, coaching session for a week by the Air Force, and um, they actually gave a psychologist uh, to work with us. And we took the Myers-Briggs exam and, and all of that stuff. And when I was done with mine at the end of the week, my particular therapist said, hey, you know, you really don't belong here. You're like a... <laughs>
2: <laughs> you don't belong here <laughs> <the fact>
1: <laughs> how have you been doing this for 20 some odd years at the time you know how have you been doing this when you were totally not the type of person well half the
0: day done. I spent in the bathroom uh, with, with my head against the wall <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's how I survived and there's a great place to get ice cream in there. So it makes it uh, a <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's what you tell me about it. horrible well, I I I really, uh, it's inspiring that, you know, you had the uh, the stones to say, hey, you know what? This isn't for me anymore. I'm going to put my foot down. I'm going to do what I care about. I'm going to do what I'm passionate about. And how many people out there are feeling the same way right now? And how many people listening to you are thinking, you know what? Maybe I should do what I want to do. Maybe this isn't for
1: me. hmm Exactly. And for me, it came, ironically, through the Air Force, they sent me out to Santa Monica, California, in 2015 to do a one-year fellowship um, with the Rand Corporation. And I went out there, and the universe is amazing, right? So the universe brought all these different fellows, Army, Air Force, you know, together, and the people I was with were studying hypnosis. And I wouldn't even think an army person would do that, right? Mm -hmm. And they knew about crystals and chakras. And and so everything that I needed was right there in Southern California. I learned how to meditate there. I learned about energy healing and Reiki there. Um, So by the time I came back in 2016 to the Pentagon, I was a whole different person. And then that made people uncomfortable because I wasn't like them at all anymore. I was, you know, called. And I would sit in meetings and just smile at people. Like, you know. <laughs> there, was, there was one person that followed me down the hall one day, and he's like, I have to ask you, what is wrong with you? Why do you like this? You know, nothing bothers you anymore. And i like, yeah, I meditate twice a day, yeah. And he, he just couldn't understand like There's how one year. So much change in you, yeah. So much change, exactly. And from there on, that was uh, 2015, 2016. I was out in California, and I say that was my eat, pray, love. So, you know, I didn't go to a foreign country, though some people, you know, think of Southern California as its own unique <laughs> place. But I did, you know, learn a lot and experience a lot there. And I brought that back with me. And even now, my, my team that I work with, we will oftentimes drop into uh, breath work and meditation before we start our staff meetings. Wow. So I'll, I'll have my employees, you know, like, if you're comfortable with it, and they're all good with it, And we'll start off with doing a couple of rounds of breathing, and we'll do a guided meditation, and then we'll talk about all the bureaucratic things that we need (laughs) to talk about. (laughs)
0: Hey, uh, Erica, before we take the break, you didn't see uh, numbers 1111 all over the place, did you? I did. Get out of here. Yeah,
1: I was reading. I'm not really familiar with uh, all the different numbers or the angel numbers, but whenever I see something, I do go, huh. Huh. And so I have to look it up. I have to kind of figure it out. And I knew for me it was an indication that there was change. That yeah, was
0: that's, that's crazy, Erica. Wow. Guys, I'm speaking with uh, Erica Reynolds. And uh, for more information on Invigorate Your Essence, because she's the owner of Invigorate Your Essence, um, you can go to ericareynolds.com. And Miss Erica, we got to take a short break, and when we come back. Uh, you got a couple fans I want to talk to you and ask you questions here. Mary, I'll get to you. Tammy, I'll get to you uh, with uh, with the grace of God. Uh, Erica, uh, can you hang with me? Sure, I can. Okay, right back on the Erica Reynolds show
1: Hello, this is Erica Reynolds, owner of Invigorate Your Essence, an alternative healing practice, where I offer soul invigoration sessions for people and fossilology sessions for animals. Please check out all of my services at ericareynolds.com That's E-R-I-C-K-A-R-E-Y-N-O-L-D-S
0: broadcasting from the business capital of the world this is the podcast business news network all right we're back guys on the erica reynolds show so uh go to erica reynolds.com for more information welcome back miss erica thank you so uh let's you want to hear what the people got to say
1: Yes, thank you, please.
0: Okay, let's go to Mary in Virginia. What did success at a young age teach you? That's a good question.
1: Wow, it is a beautiful question. Actually, Mary, it taught me that I can do exactly what I'm doing now. Um, And the more that I looked at how successful my career was with the Department of Defense, the more secure I felt in knowing that I can step out and do the things that I really want to do. It gave me that confidence and understanding that if I can do this, I can certainly do the things that I'm called into this lifetime to do. My soul's purpose will be easily fulfilled.
0: Nice. All right. Good, good, uh, good answer. Good question. Let's go to Tammy in Alabama. What does happiness mean to you?
1: Oh, wow. Tammy. Tammy. Oh, well, happiness is definitely internal, and something that I tell my clients all the time is it's not external to anyone. And,
0: and it's not at the Pentagon for some people. It's not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not for some people. Not if they're in the in the stall. Yeah,
0: yeah right. A, I, 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 that image is great. <laughs> but we've all been there. Everyone listening. We've all been there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, not mm-hmm. to the Pentagon, but... And, but. <laughs>
1: It is definitely, and you're right, regardless of where you are, uh, we feel that sense of either we're not fulfilling our purpose or we've hit burnout in that particular career that we have. And so for happiness, for me, it's knowing that I am walking in my soul's purpose and I am confident in knowing that the things that I'm doing are being of help and service to myself and to other people. And that's what happiness means to me. It isn't necessarily how much money I have, or the car I drive, or working in this prestigious building. You know, I will tell you real quick, whenever I take flight, you know, coming and going from Reagan, we oftentimes, you know, the flight pattern is by the Pentagon. And so anyone with a window seat, it's kind of funny because everyone is looking and gawking over at it. And I'm the only one who is so disinterested. <laughs> 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 Insane, and, you know, even from that aerial view, it's like, eh, whatever.
0: Oh, my God. So,
1: and it's not... <laughs> so happiness is what's inside for you what makes you uh thrive and it's tapping into that soul of yourself to know what that is
0: gotcha gotcha hey i know that uh i touched on it uh, last time but you were there at 9-11 right
1: i was not i was actually in oklahoma city which was very interesting because you know they too had had the uh the bombing um, a few years prior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that day, yes, that day coming into work, there was a lot of, of trauma that was uh, triggered by that moment of finding out about 9-11, because you had a lot of people who were very much impacted by what happened in Oklahoma City, just, you know, yeah about a decade prior to that.
0: Right. And what was it like? So I
1: got here in 2007.
0: Mm-hmm. What was it like when you got back to work at the Pentagon after, it happened how long how long did you have to wait to go back to work?
1: Um, well, for us, over, I was in Oklahoma City at the time. We were at work. Um, there was a massive you know, gate check, even though we were you know, thousands you know, halfway across the country. Um, there was still the security measures and all of that in place. Um, what I've heard um, from the honor guard, I've taken the Pentagon tour, and to hear them explain the story, um, there is the understanding that there was a lot of damage done there. It was part of the, the corridor that was actually just getting completed with renovation.
0: Oh, that's and kind so, of weird. It,
1: it, is, it is a little weird, but if there's a silver lining, I guess they would say, is the way they explain it, is there wasn't as many people that perished, and that is very unfortunate. There would have been ten times more. They just hadn't moved back into their offices yet. And so when you hear that story... Um, from the honor guard you know explaining you know what the significance of this corridor means and then they actually walk you to the back um, of where the, the the aircraft hit and they they explain to you how it's coming over and over and just the way they're explaining that to you you know your mind just has to go to a place of how could you imagine yeah you know
0: yeah how oh, you, uh,
1: but we've since then um, you know people have still been working there. I've worked with people who were there during 9-11. And I will tell you, a few years ago, we had an earthquake that hit in uh, Virginia, D.C., Maryland. And just the shaking of the building that day really brought back a lot of issues for a lot of folks. Um, because they didn't know what it was, and they had been there on 9-11. Um, so, you know, there was a lot of... Um,
0: PTSD. Uh,
1: uh, triggers again. Mm-hmm. PTSD. Yeah,
0: wow. Guys, um, you've been listening to Erica Reynolds. Uh, She's the owner at Invigorate Your Essence. And go to the website, ericareynolds.com. I'll spell it, E-R-I-C-K-A-R-E-Y-N-O-L-D-S.com. Erica, uh, we are out of time here. You're always a great interview. Thank you for your being candid and, uh, you know, just telling us uh, uh, about something that everyone goes through. And now, you know, you're in the place where you're, you're supposed to be. So uh, let me give you the last word here, Erica.
1: Uh, thank you, Casey. And uh, again, for everyone, um, if you're feeling that level of burnout or stress, or just don't feel like you were ever in the right place, start to tap in, start to do your meditation, because when you meditate, that's where those answers start to come from.
0: Awesome. Guys, Erica Reynolds Uh, Thank you so much. Thank you to everyone who wrote in and uh, can't wait to hear what you have to say next, Erica. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this
2: is the Podcast Business News Network. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Jason Derulo. I love that music connects to people all over the country, but unfortunately so does something else childhood hunger 15 million kids struggle with hunger right here in america and yet every year billions of pounds of surplus food in the u.s go to waste instead of going to the children in need feeding america is working to change this the feeding america nationwide network of food banks rescues this surplus of food to help provide meals to families in virtually every community in the united states including yours but they just can't do this alone Join me in the fight against hunger in America. For more information on what you can do to get involved, visit feedingamerica.org. That's feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council.